Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to a action-packed, lots to talk about episode of While My Batteries Charge. You know what? I have got uh, Verner's, the Michigan ginger ale. It's kind of uh, like a Canada dry ginger ale or Seagram, something like that, but with a whole lot more kick to it. I'm going to be drinking that as we uh, keep my mouth nice and moist <laughs> as we go through this. Um, I also have water just in case. But, um, yeah, I feel like I'm going to be talking a lot in this one because I want to talk about the Great Lakes Gauntlet. It's happening this weekend. Lots there to talk about. I'm still prepping to talk about what I've been doing for that and the event itself. And we've got the TRX 4M to talk about. And now the Honcho SCX6, a six-scale Honcho from Axial. So big day, big week, big and little week because <laughs> we got the little ones from Traxxas. But, yeah, there's stuff to talk about. You guys have been asking me, when are you going to do another podcast and what are your thoughts on the TRX 4M? And here it is. Just needed a minute uh, with everything else going on to get to it. But let's start off by talking about the gauntlet. It's coming up this weekend. Tomorrow, uh, people are going to be rolling in from all over Michigan and surrounding states. And um, it's going to be awesome. There's a lot of people already pre-registered. I think there's probably going to be over 300 trucks. That's a guess. Um, but I'm, I've got some stuff that makes me think that as far as from pre-registration, the past, all that kind of stuff, I think it's going to be big. So I'm not ready for it, but it's okay because I'm probably going to have a very limited amount of time to actually go crawling. And that's what I was, I'm really stressing about. And I should be working on right now instead of doing this is getting my, uh, element ecto back together because I was putting on the scale pirates uh, little bed on it, and then I did the uh, scale metal supplies on axle servo mount, as well as the uh, rear link riser, um, which is also are like trusses that go across the axles to stiffen them up. Um, yeah, so I've put those on, and now. <laughs> I've got to get it running again. I haven't actually driven it since I did that. I put on the new Spec RC wheels, which look fantastic. They're fabulous. Um, so, yeah, boom racing wheels on there or tires on there. Yeah, it's it's looking good. I just need to get it wrapped up. Um, basically, I need to move the servo mount that was in the front to the back to be able to screw in the Scale Pirates bed to that. Now, I did notice that under full compression, the link risers do hit it, but it's only straight down compression, which unless I'm jumping it, shouldn't happen. It's going to be flexed side to side, and in that case, it doesn't hit. So, yeah. Anyway, that's going on for my build for it, uh, but I don't know how much time I'll have on the trails with that because it doesn't have lights on it, 
And I'm pretty much going to get to run the night crawls. And I don't think I'm going to make it out on the gauntlet. Maybe the day after I'll get out and crawl some. But I'm going to be running and hosting the um, the SCX24, the 24th scale. Not SCX24. It's all brands. It's the 24th scale comp, the tiny trucks. And it's um, sponsored by FMS. Also, we've got FureTech on board as sponsors and stuff. It's really cool um, to see first year of the tiny truck competition there, the 24th scale. So I'm going to be hosting that. I won't be competing in that either. I'll be busy running it and testing it as we do the gates, so it wouldn't be fair for me to run it as well. So I'll have my trucks there doing testing and seeing how things work, but also uh, helping to run it and make sure everything's going smoothly and all of that jazz. So it's going to be a busy day getting all that last-minute stuff ready because I just realized I have not printed the scorecards yet, and I'm going to have to do that. So uh, what are we talking about for the event? Let's just look at the schedule, talk through the schedule, and that'll kind of give us a basis of everything going on. So on Friday, the gates are going to open at noon. Registration is going to be from 1 to 5 um, they've got it on the schedule as two blocks. That's because of volunteers and stuff. Uh, but it'll run from one to five to register. And then from five to seven is the one twenty fourth comp presented by FMS models, uh, that I'll be hosting and it should be awesome. Then that's all up front. So it's a totally different layout this year as far as how they're using Walter RC park, which I should mention, that's where this is located. The great lakes gauntlet is the sixth annual one. Um, and it is, uh, at Walter RC park. And so purgatory is one of the big things is presented by beef tubes and it's like fastest lap kind of a race around a really gnarly course. Uh, so there's different classes for that. It's kind of a run what you brung, but, um, there are wheel size classes for it. And then I think there's an independent suspension one. That's a different class. If I remember correctly, um, so, but for the, the one twenty fourth comp, the way we're doing it is we're going to do, um, gates are 10 points, uh, reverse is one point and we're only going to count one of them per gate. So if you do a reverse, um, but before gate, you can kind of keep reversing as many times as you need before that gate, you've got one point for it. Uh, hitting a gate, like I said, is 10 points. Using a winch is going to be three-point, so we're trying to get people to try to reverse and drive through is the goal, uh, which will result in probably more people hitting gates accidentally because they're not going to want to take that three-point penalty if they can avoid it. Uh, But we're also going to limit the run time, and we haven't decided on how long yet, and that's going to be based on how many people are there to run and the track layout that we set up. So... Um, I'm guessing it's going to be you have to do it. It's got to be at least 10 minutes or less. We may make it eight minutes um, based on how we set up the gates and how quickly you can get through some of it. But we're trying to limit how long people take just like working on a gate and all of that. So if you hit it, you hit it. You know, it's going to happen. And it's going to probably happen more because of the time constraints, uh, which will also probably mean less time for winching and some of that because that will add on time. So there's a couple of factors that are definitely going to change how people are able to tackle the course. And I think it'll uh, make it interesting. 
But we have to do that because some people just go so slow. Me being one of them <laughs> through the course that uh, we, we have to speed it up in order to not have people waiting forever to get on and do it. And so we won't be there for four hours to run everybody through. So um, hoping to have a good turnout and we're going to be doing it two nights. Uh, the 24th comp is on Friday and on Saturday. And uh, we got really cool trophies for it. They're going to be given out both Friday and on Saturday. I got uh, trophies for both. So there's that. But the purgatory is going to start at 7 p.m. and go to 10 p.m. And then at 10 p.m., they're going to have a night crawl on the front course. So everybody go back up front. Purgatory is in the back. It's in the woods, right at the entrance to the woods. And so everybody will be, you know, going from the 24 scale comp, the people that are participating in it, and then moving back to the purgatory um, around 7. So it's going to be a late night, 10 on the course, and then 7 a.m. bright and early in the morning. Registration starts again uh, for people that are only coming in for Saturday. Group photos with the rigs are at 8.30, 9 o'clock scorecard rigs begin. So these are going to be the people that are going for the gusto that want to get the prize. And they're going to, they're going to like shotgun start it, but like in intervals, 10 minute intervals, so that not everybody's hitting the course at the same time. Because <clears throat> one of the problems that you run into is you get behind somebody slow and you can't get around them and, and all that. You get too many people on the course at one time and it's problematic. So, uh, but those guys, they're trying to go fast anyway. It's later in the day if you get in there and, you know, people aren't trying to go for the time and you are, uh, it can be problematic. So, um, I like what they're doing. And then at 10 o'clock, all trails open. So the people that are going for the scorecards and going nuts for it, there'll be, uh, 10 minute intervals starting at nine to get them all out on the trail in front of everybody else that might be going to just kind of have fun trailing. Uh, now here's the rule. There's no hogging. There's no hand of Godding on these uh, trails. It's meant to be scale trails. You're, you got to use um, winches. You got to use uh, recovery straps, toe straps, all that kind of stuff. Maybe work in tandem with somebody to run into you and knock you back to your wheels. They don't want people just reaching down and picking up their trucks. This is a different kind of event, and you know that's what they're really going for. So. We do have Hand of God for completely stuck on the 124th course. If you're all the way upside down on your lid, we're not going to let you just take a winch point on that. We're going to give you a five-point deduction for having to be righted, uh, even if you did have to winch. Um, that kind of a stuck is not a easy recovery. Just winch it out. So um, that's drastic measures. So I do actually have that on the 24 scale is a little bit different on that rule. Um, so, yeah. So uh, t 10 o'clock, all trails open. They're going to have food trucks there as well. Those will be up in the front. There's going to be vendor stuff in the front. I've got a whole bunch of stuff. I've been getting my tent stuff ready. Um, I'm just going to have a very simple setup there. One table with some stuff out manned by me or my kids will be coming and my wife on Saturday, and they're going to help man it when I'm doing the competition and all that. So, um, yeah, it'll be cool. Uh, scorecards must be turned in by 4 p.m. Uh, from 2 to 5, they're going to have King of the Rocks presented by NSDRC. Um, and then 
at the same time as that is 2 to 4 p.m. is the 124th comp by FMS Models. Um, so those two are going to be going concurrently right next to each other kind of. So as people are finishing up the trails, they can come back to the parking and camping area up in front where there's uh, an off-road course, a oval course, a basher area, and a monster truck area. And now they've got this King of the Rocks set up as well as a rock crawling course. There's so much to do up front uh, as well, you know, when you're done hitting the trails. The trails, though, those are, that's the gauntlet. That is the Great Lakes gauntlet, and they're amazing. Jeff Walter um, and Dave Walter have put in so much time on those trails and getting everything ready for us, and it's going to be spectacular. Um, Sunday fun day crawling in the woods is not... The, the gauntlet officially ends on Saturday night uh, with a 6 o'clock awards ceremony and a 9 o'clock night crawl in the woods, but uh, which they're not doing. The night crawl on Friday is on the front course. You're not allowed to go on the back course and try any of the course out um, on Friday. So, But on, on Saturday, after everything's done, we're going to night crawl in the woods with lights. Uh, and then Sunday they'll have a fun day. Anybody that wants to stay, but it's not part of the event, so you have to pay ten dollars for the day, just like you would uh, a normal time coming up to Walters to run. So um, it is a ten dollar fee, and you can pay for that at the registration area as well. So that's the gauntlet, people. It's gonna be awesome. Um, like I said, I'll have a table set up there, and. It should be it should be a really good time. I can't wait uh, to see everybody. Uh, a lot of people saying they're coming, been messaging me. Please forgive me if I can't put a face to a name because <laughs> the little thumbnails on all this instant uh, or social and you know Instagrams and all that. It's and a lot of people just have pictures of their trucks. So <laughs> you're gonna have to give me some grace if I don't know you right off the bat. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. All right, let's talk TRX4M. That's, you know, you guys know that I've been really into the the mini scene, the 24-scale stuff. We've been doing a lot with the FMS as well, all their different models, and it's been pretty awesome. So I've really enjoyed it. We now have some products available for the SCX24. Mainly started with getting into the monster truck side of things, and then it kind of developed into the crawler side with some of the parts and all that. Uh, but it, it all started with a vacuum former and then brass diff covers, and then it just spiraled from there. All right, Werner's break. So the TRX-4M, my first impression was, man, I wish they'd have gone 24 scale. I knew why they didn't. Um, I had heard through the grapevine that there was a mini Traxxas coming and not much else. And I, from that, from that point, I kind of guessed that it would be 18th scale mainly because of, um, performance. I think they were going to want to have more performance out of the box. And I thought they would probably want to do a more traditional style, um, ring and pinion axle instead of a worm gear and that's what they came to market with so it's technically as long as a gladiator and about an just under an inch wider so that means that 
the body itself for an 18 scale, you know, the gladiator is long because it's a long truck, long four door truck and uh, it's narrow. And so what they've done with this is the, the 24th or the 18th scale of something like a Bronco stretching that out makes the body and everything quite a bit bigger. Um, most people are saying it's, it's very similar to the FMS FCX 24 in size, which is considerably bigger. We all looked at it and said, why does it say FCX 24? This is 18th scale. Like the body's huge and it's wider. It doesn't turn well on our courses that we have built already in a lot of the shops. But here's the thing. The Traxxas has a much better turning radius. It says even better than the 24th scale. So that means that it's going to be able to get around our courses no problem. That extra width should not be a hindrance to it on these courses, which is amazing. Uh, so you get a little bit more scaleness in the axles. You have oil-filled shocks, which are more tunable. Um, granted, I've said all along that you don't even need shocks on these if you're actually doing slow crawling <laughs> with them. I actually you know, have mine sit in full droop and all I want them to do is extend down and I drive slow and, and I'm not worried about suspension and, you know, soaking up bumps. Uh, so, you know, I get where they're going with that. And I think it's a good thing overall. I'm very impressed with what they delivered. The bummer is that there's a pretty big market already going in the 24 scale and the comps and stuff that we have going on. Um, and even with the monster trucks, you know, they're now comping them and they're doing the, at the different races, they have classes for that. And it really kind of muddies the water of all of it. So not unlike, I guess the LMT when it came out with a center diff and things that were rule breaking, um, the larger inner diameter tire or wheel, uh, more like a short course style things that, you know, people had to decide whether or not they were going to allow in or make people change in order to run it in their leagues or just have a specific class for it, um, which is easy to do. I'd say with the monster trucks, because it still runs the same courses. Now, if you're setting up a 24 scale course, if you have to do wider gates to accommodate a wider vehicle, that changes everything. And so they really can't run the same gates. If you have bridges that are set wide enough for the TRX-4M uh, and they're like suspension or, you know, if, if, there, if there are gaps in it and all you did was run like two branches or sticks as a bridge and you had to keep your wheels on them, trying to run a SCX-24 on that wouldn't work. You'd have to have a, a secondary stick that would be for the shorter wheelbase or for the shorter width truck. Or if you built bridges that were too narrow for the SCX24, it might not accommodate TRX for him. Those are the concerns I have with it. Do I think it's going to change anything there? Maybe. Uh, is it a really change what they created? No. What they came out with is fantastic. The ABS molded hard body is awesome. The color is in the plastic. It's not painted. Um, fantastic. 
the size looks good. It definitely looks bigger. There's more, um, which makes it a little bit more substantial, especially out on uh, the out anything outdoors, which I don't really, except for on my small course that is basically like something you could have indoors. Um, I wouldn't take this out on trails where I have to walk with it. My F, my SCX24. This I might. This I I could see people taking out in the woods with them or whatever. It's still small enough, I guess. You can backpack it. It's getting on the borderline of that. I even feel like the SCX24 times backpacking is problematic with the radio and everything. Um, mainly because the tires get all squished. And uh, I, I guess I just need to vent them and then that would solve that problem. <laughs> That's my own fault. Uh, yeah, so... The motor looks awesome. The steering angle looks awesome. The waterproof electronics, great. It has bushings. Uh, people are complaining about it having bushings. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I'm torn. That's what I'll say. Sorry, I tried to squeeze a drink in there. It did not go well. Um. This Verner's got me that time when I was uh, drinking it. Uh, the bushings, to me, it's a savings area that they can save some money on it. They came in at a great price point for what they've done with oil-filled shocks, waterproof electronics, molded hard body. You know, the wheels and tire options look pretty good on it out of the box. Flex, it just looks really capable and... The clipless body system, again, they're just killing it with that whole thing. Uh, Bronco and Defender getting tired, you know, like everybody's doing it. The Defender, not so much. I, I really like the Defender, but the Bronco is really, really being done a lot. But they're selling, you know. So it's not necessarily for our us, those every, the people that completely change everything. But for somebody that's just going to sit on a shelf for 150 bucks that loves the new Bronco, that's a sale, you know? They're not going for us that are into all the, you know, crazy old <laughs> truck bodies, you know, K10s and C10s and, you know, whatever may be your thing, uh, Toyotas and, and whatnot. But they're going for, you know, the consumer market, and it's smart. You know, they're going to sell. So... 150 bucks for what you get. It's fantastic. They're going to sell at gangbusters. They're going to be sold out for Christmas. I guarantee it. Uh, they came out with a slew of upgrades right out of the box. You can buy bearings to put in if you want to. There's different options for gearing. There's a standard speed, a higher speed, and a slower. So you have three options for gearing for the transmission, which is great because I do see a lot of people turning these into monster trucks in the very near future. Uh, and then also, you know, for crawling, you're going to want to have options, um, especially if you're changing out the motors and all that. But, man, I, wh what can I say? They delivered a beautiful product, and I can't wait to get my hands on one of each. I got to have the Bronco, and I got to have the Defender. Can't. I do like the Bronco. Like, um, I get that they're getting tired, but I, I absolutely love the new look of the Bronco. I think some of the detailings they did 
on the spare wheels is pretty cool too with the Land Rover on the one and the Bronco on the other. Um, the details that they've put into these is amazing. The light kit that you can add on looks easy and unreal. Not unreal, awesome. It looks amazing. Um, it does come with the bumper lights. I don't get the bumper lights. Why? I don't know. Not my thing, but they're all doing it, so... <laughs> Not a big deal. Coming in at 6 inches, 6.1 inch wheelbase, 4.87 width. Uh, I think the tracks, uh, the SCX-10 is 3.9 inch width. Um, and then, again, the Gladiator is that same 155 millimeter, 6.1 wheelbase. So, um, oh man, it's good. It looks good. My only concern, like I said, is I, it's not even a concern. I just wish that it would have been another 24 scale that we'd just be dropping into the competitions we're doing, and it's not all axial-based. So here's the thing about that, though, and it's um, it's worth mentioning. You know, there are some dealers that don't carry Traxxas that do have Horizon stuff on, on the shelves, and they do sell the SCX-24s. Our Reaction RC currently doesn't have Traxxas brand stuff. So, you know, they're going to keep running their their comps as is. You know, the, he may open it up even though he doesn't sell them. I don't know. And do different comps with it if it's popular enough. Um, I know he's been trying to, he mentioned in one of the live streams, he was trying to, to get a Traxxas deal uh, but there are other hobby shops that are only Traxxas and they haven't been able to do indoor comp crawling stuff because they have a small shop and they didn't have they weren't going to do something for the SCX 24s now that shop can do a small course and do comps for the trucks that they sell in their store so I don't feel like it's a big issue in reality um, you know, maybe for the shops that do sell both, it does, it does present some challenges. Uh, but yeah, I mean, doesn't seem that bad. And maybe there's some interesting ways gates can be set where you have a wider and a narrower kind of setup using the same basic markers and they just do different, different courses and they're not competing against each other. I don't know. We do it by color as far as gates you have to go through, but still have like a one mini comp night that you do. So there are, there are options overall though, you know, answering the question, what do I think of it? I think it's amazing. I think they, again, like the TRX four, when they came out, it definitely is something that tells the competition that they're serious and they're going to go for a part of the market. So good on them for releasing something so cool. All right, let's talk about the SCX-6. I haven't even had much time to look at it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, I've seen the videos. I saw it on um, OfferUp when it was first announced on OfferUp, and that's crazy. So, it's coming out at $1,099.99 in beige or in red. Both look pretty cool. 
I like the stylings of this new body that they've done for the honcho. Um, I think it was RC driver says it's very similar to the base camp kind of front clip blown up a little bit. Um, I feel like the, the proportions on it are really cool. It is the same wheelbase as the SCX six, according to what I heard from Rich Trujillo on, um, the, uh, the scale builders guild interview, um, last night. So, but they've done some other things in order to make it a little bit more competent, I guess, on the trail. One, it's not going to have the same weight balance as the um, the Jeep. And it's got different lines as far as how it's all set up. Um, I'm looking at it right now, and the wheels... So everything seems tucked a lot more. So your wheels stick out, and... That means that the body and everything is just kind of a little bit narrow and smaller and it's just going to make it easier to get that tire on the rock and to be able to get through areas where you're between rocks and not hang up as much. Um, but yeah, it's still running the brushless system in it, which is fantastic in my opinion. Um, some people are changing them out, but the 1200 KV censored brushless crawler motor, waterproof, 120 amp ESC, I think is pretty fantastic for a truck this size. I'm glad actually that they came out with it because there's not companies that were going to have that readily available to add to a truck to make it better. They just said, we're going brushless from the get go. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's really, really good. So, I mean, we'll have to wait and see how they're doing on the trails. The videos I've seen, it looks fantastic. Um, I definitely still think you're going to want to do the, um, um, the upgraded servo. That's one of the things that I would upgrade on for sure. The new bumpers on them look fantastic as well. Um, I, I just like the look of this truck, the interior, everything. It looks really good. There's no guy with a <laughs> cowboy hat on. That's that's a step in the right direction, if you ask me. Uh, so, yeah. It does have the, the interior and all that in it. So, um, beadlock, black rhino, prim wheels look pretty awesome, I think, on it. Uh, it's got the officially licensed Falcon Wild Peak tires. I just, yeah, I just, I really want the SCX-6 to take off. I think it would be a really fun class to do comps with. Um, if you got the terrain around you to run them on. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that they, they go big with these and, um, that it, the market just takes off for them. It is a, it is a bit of a spend to get in into it. And it's, it's an investment that's for sure. But, uh, I think it's definitely in the right direction. And I think that they're, uh, they're creating a market for it with something like this honcho that's going to be a little bit more capable on the trail uh, for people to even think about doing comps with these. So anyway, those are my thoughts. I do need to get working on some stuff. Um, I, I, I got to wait. Um, there's a lot of things I want to spend my money on right now. So I'm definitely getting, because it's cheap enough, I will be getting the TRX4M 
This one is on my want list, and it's not at the top of it right now. I've got the, the top of my want list is the Primal RC Raminator or Gravedigger, uh, but the Primal RC Monster Truck Gravedigger. I still haven't ordered it. I don't have the funds to do it right now, and I'm I'm hoping I can work it out somehow. May not. Either way, I look forward to seeing that when it comes out in uh, January. It's coming up sooner and sooner. I can't believe how quickly the uh, the time is passing. So those are going to be getting into hands, and man, is that going to change things. It's, it'd be a bummer here anyway because if it got into my hands, it would be the middle of winter. It wouldn't have been like when I was in Virginia and just take it out and run it right away. It'd be in the <laughs> middle of like snow everywhere. So, all right, guys, thanks for tuning in as always. Sorry that I'm not keeping up on these as much as I, uh, as I said I would try to this year. And uh, I'm not going to make any promises. I'm going to do more uh, like or get more in. I'm going to keep doing them, but um, I just don't know the consistency of them right at this moment. Again, it's when I've got a lot of stuff going on, it's the first thing to get dropped uh, because things, you know, YouTube and some other things, they're monetized and I can make a little money on them. Um, and, you know, kind of right now, this is part-time work for me uh, and I'm trying to make up money that I'm not making with a lot of the side jobs I used to get in Virginia doing video production. Um, I don't have those resources or developed here in Michigan yet, so I'm not quite getting the clients. And so I'm really relying on the YouTube money, which used to be kind of fun money is really now, you know, paying bills money. And so less than I can spend dropping a thousand dollars on a truck like this to do reviews for you guys. Uh, but it's good. It's all good. Um, but this doesn't make money for me. It doesn't really, there's nothing that's generated through this, through it being on iTunes or anywhere. So it's the first thing where it's like, it's a straight 30 minutes to an hour of, of time that I enjoy. I immensely enjoy it. Um, but I don't, I don't have a way to monetize it yet. So until I can figure out, uh, some sponsors and stuff like that for it or some other way to monetize it, it will be the first thing on the chopping block on weeks that are busy. (laughs) (laughs) so uh that's just to let you guys know why that is it sucks that it's that way um but also i mean if i was having the other jobs too it gets cut off because i'm too busy to do it so it's yeah it's it's the thing that is easiest to to not do at times and i i i'm sorry about that so anyway um i hope you guys have an awesome time are seeing i can't wait to see some of you guys at the great lakes gauntlet can't wait to get the TRX 4M in my hands and uh, keep our seeing guys. Can't wait to see one of these honchos in person uh, and get to try to run one. If I don't get one, hopefully I'll get my hands on one to at least test out uh, from somebody around here locally. So thanks, guys. Verners, if you're listening, you want to sponsor a Michigan RC channel. I drink the original ginger soda, 140 calories per can. Contact me. 